on the 151st episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We talk about the two amazing games of Week 5. We briefly discuss the John Gruden emails. We'll talk about some Week 6 matchups. We look at who we think are the current MVPs, and we give you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and holy shit, Browns and Chargers was a fucking crazy game. That was that nuts. was amazing football to watch. So, what was crazier, that or Ravens and Colts? I think it was Browns Chargers, just because it was just both teams trading touchdowns back and forth, mm. and of course the you know the Chargers kicker almost blown it for them. Um, they almost went full but, Chargers. Like they almost went full yeah. Chargers. Yeah, they so, yeah they almost fully Chargers. Do you it. think this is a testament to Justin Herbert that he's so good he keeps the Chargers from going full blown Chargers? Like, is that the best thing you could say about him? I mean, yeah, like Philip Rivers was a Charger through and through. Like he would always charge it up at the worst <laughs> point for them. I mean, it's Herbert not, somehow avoided that. Well, it's not that he charges it up. It's just that like I don't think he could like. D charger the way Herbert does now, you know, it's like fresh blood. He's coming in uh, and he was able, he wasn't there for all the times of it happening. So I don't think he's just used to it. So he's not like, Oh, this is how it's supposed to be. You know, we, we we're going to tie the game and they're, Oh no, there goes a the missed extra point. You know, like he's not used to that. So he just does what he has to do. Philip Rivers was like, yep, this is how we do it. Like just, let it roll. This is full chargers. We got This is what we got to do. Is Herbert getting into Mahomes territory where he's now started his career, and I don't think he's ever had a bad game. Like the only person I know who hasn't had a bad game. I mean, I guess besides the Super Bowl, if you blame his whole line being injured on him, I I don't think Justin Herbert's had a bad game since he's entered the NFL. Yeah, like where if he doesn't throw for at least two touchdowns. Exactly. Like, you're like, what the hell happened? Yeah. If yeah, when he's not doing 302 touchdowns, it's it's shocking. It's crazy to think a guy who, you know, well, like just a little bit over a season into his career, like he'd be one of very few guys where you're like, I always want the ball in his hands when the game's on the line. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that he's he's like reaching that. That, that, like, level a little over a year in. Like, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it was it was a between, do we go Herbert or do we go Tua? I know. Look at all us dummies. But we were the same we're like idiots. Josh Allen. Maybe we have to. You know what it was? Was there were so many years in a row where the cannon arm QB that didn't know, that didn't have, like, the, you know, I don't know. The other essentials down, he was just labeled a project, had a cannon arm, stuff like that. We saw that fail so many years in a row that when it came to Josh Allen and Herbert, we were like, no, I'm not falling for this again. Like, we got, you know, what's his name? Uh, Smoking Jay Cutler. We got <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. And we got Jamarcus Russell. Oh, like, God. Yeah, you know, all these cannon arm QVs that didn't pan out fully. And uh things are turning for the 
The big yard men. Big yard men, baby. Making a that comeback. Can also run because the NFL now is just, you know what, just fucking throw it deep, run it a little bit, work some underneath routes to your one, you know, your one slot guy, and we'll we'll make this work. Yeah, I mean, once the game turned into as soon as a quarterback initiates a slide, you can't touch him. You can't fall on a quarterback when you're sacking him. And you also can't um, hit him below the knees or above the shoulder pads in any way, uh, even if it's a finger. The running became more essential because it's yeah. just so easy for anybody with legs to get 8 to 15 yards. It's I don't know. I don't think they would be as successful before all these rules. I And people will say everybody's more athletic now, but I don't think – I just – don't know if that's fully the case. I think the rules has ma- have made it so much easier for athletic quarterbacks than it has for pocket passers. Yeah, I mean Tom Brady's still doing pretty good as a pocket passer with all these weapons sure. he's got. Tom Brady's, yeah. The there's always there's always the there's always the exceptions and the you know the outliers to the uh, to the rules. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, Brian. But uh, all right, wait, wait. Before we we kind of feel like we wanted to move on because we just started what? went into the Chargers. But that Monday night game too. I mean, wait, wait. Can I just say the Browns? The Browns always get on the wrong side of these games too. They because they played the game against a, the Ravens two years ago on Monday night where it was a crazy game like this. The first team ever to score, you know, to have like over four hundred yards and five touchdowns and no turnovers and lose, like crazy stats. And the Browns find a way to lose. I guess that's true. I mean, look, you, you guess you have two organizations, the Chargers who like to charge it up, and the Browns who are just a, you know, losing the, organization over many, many years. The Browns play these but, amazing games. They're a really good team. They, oh, they are. They, they are. They're, getting these, they're getting these losses out early. That's a Seattle thing, too. I guess the NFC Browns. They they love to. <laughs> There's never a normal Seattle game, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's always a Hail Mary or something real fucking weird. But the Browns definitely has, like... You know they gotta find ways to get on the other end of this because they are a good team, and they should be in the playoffs and they should be contending for the NFC North, uh, sorry AFC North as the that division you know champion. You know it's wide open. There's, they're definitely theirs for the taking if they can you know play their uh, just yeah. finish games, just finish games is what it comes the down to. The good thing is the two wild cards. It's not like. There's not as many contenders as we thought. Like the Patriots, you know, everybody was too big on the Patriots. The Dolphins have obviously Dolphins, taken a yep. backseat. Um, Steelers have taken a backseat. It looks like the Raiders, I have a hard time believing that they're going to take this Gruden news and just, you know, skyrocket or anything. Yeah. And, you know, Denver's just waiting to play a few good teams and lose. Like they're not. I don't think they're for real. Well, that's what happens so, when they played for two good, two decent teams. They lost after playing yeah, three. Exactly. Yeah. So and, you have the Chargers and the Browns competing with you know the Ravens and the Chiefs, and all four are going to make it to the playoffs. It's just who's going to who's winning divisions, who's division. But I'm I'm very convinced all four of those teams are making it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to go. I have to agree with you on that one too. But, uh, now, if anybody could, is this Texans division? Is this the worst division in football history? After we thought maybe last year NFC East was the worst division in football history. Oof. I still think the Titans turn around. They'll get Titans just from playing. Div- Actually, I don't know. I've been playing from division. 
I would like to think the Titans can get at least nine wins. Finish nine and eight, which feels awful to say. I know. I hate that. I don't but, like that. <laughs> even if they do finish nine and eight, the other teams are the Colts have been lo- the Colts have been playing good games, but losing. And then the other two teams are just so brutal that this is such a brutal division. Yeah, this is definitely a seven and ten. Again, I hate saying that. Um, seven <laughs> and ten uh, division winner right here. Like at least the NFC East, all the teams would be seven and nine to like five and eleven. The NFC South is going to have like two, two and fourteen, two and fifteen. Yeah, teams. exactly. The bottom is so much bottomer. The uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the combined winning percentage is going to be. Oh, it's going to be so bad. So low. It's going to so be low. so bad. I I wish you could bet on the first place team of that division being under five hundred. Like I I wish that was a prop bet. Uh, there may be one right now. It might be. There's although, a lot of weird props. Although probably it's like minus something at this point because it's probably so obvious that it's going to happen. But uh, I want to get to that Monday game uh, quickly. Speaking of the South and the uh, Colts being the now what one in four after playing a game that mm-hmm. wow. I'm not gonna lie. Carson Wentz might be the new Philip Rivers. Uh, <laughs> I saw somewhere someone said uh, one of those posts like you know the change my mind and someone's like Saquon Barkley is the uh, the running back Carson like Carson Wentz like running back version of Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I saw that. that too. Just constantly getting injured, <laughs> um, overhyped, like above average, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think maybe Philip Rivers just like? Left some stink in Carson Wentz's locker or something or something. Yeah, he left that, like a sock or like a, like a shoulder pads or something. Yeah, voodoo doll, something that doesn't allow him to complete a game. Oh, it's definitely a bolo tie hidden somewhere. A bolo, yeah. It's a bolo <laughs> tie hidden bolo somewhere. Tie. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, a cursed <laughs> bolo tie. Poor Carson Wentz. Um, but on the flip side, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens all season. I mean. They just like going into the fourth quarter down by two scores. What the hell's going on with them? That was so. It was, it was. I think it was right after the uh, the interception that almost went to the house for the for the the Colts. Um, I had I was just I was beat from the day. I'm like, and then I had to go to sleep. I, I ended up going to sleep, and I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck happened? And the Ravens came back winning that game. I I actually missed it because just. Dead tired, couldn't even stay awake. But wow, what a yeah. fucking show they put on in the fourth quarter. I mean, um, I'll sorry, I'll just say, I'll just say uh, Hollywood Brown might be. We were slowly. He might be not fantasy MVP, but fantasy like redemption guy of guy that was very hyped, crashed, was picked way too low, and is finally producing like like he was thought he was going to two two years ago and then I, or last year. And then a couple I mean, years. you're right with the Clifford Franklin comparison. He gets so much separation now. He's been getting so much separation, but he's he dropped a touchdown a game. I was going to say, like, that two games ago where he dropped, like, two passes that were both – I think both would have been touchdowns. Like, the egregious drops, too. Like, I mean egregious. You just see Lamar Jackson's face just, like, drop. From watching that, but uh, I mean, look, he's like you said, he's getting separation. He can make big plays. I mean, you know, this is what this is what you're expecting of him, though. Like, you know, he's not gonna be a ninety receive, you know, ninety catch receiver, you know, a year. He's gonna be like fifty five, but like 
average like 18 yards per catch, you know, 20 yards per catch. Yeah, but I mean, just blowing the top off is just exactly what they need, though, in that offense because they're like everybody always has to spy on Lamar Jackson and, and keep him in and yeah. pulls the safeties in. And, you know, that's what they need. They need a guy who could, they need a Deshaun Jackson, which is kind what? of what he is this year right now. He's Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. But uh, talk about like, talk about, talk about like, fantasy like the shit that like went down like obviously we know in in our league a lot of like you know bad beats and comebacks and whatnot but i mean just imagine you know so many people having like lamar jackson or mark andrews or hollywood brown or just being down and coming back i saw i saw a guy on twitter he was down 80 and he had Lamar and Tyler Brown like, by like twenty. <laughs> like just imagine yeah, being, well, winning and then like you know being up and being like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go to sleep and and waking up to that loss, like the pit in your stomach. Since it was all fourth quarter. Uh, exactly. If you, yeah. If you take the fourth quarter away from Lamar Jackson this season, he's like a below replacement level QB, and then you add the fourth quarter, and he's in the MVP race right now. Which is it's insane. really insane. But, it is. Uh, yeah, we were talking about it. I was talking about it in the column. Uh, D, my wife, uh, <laughs> was up 41 points, went to bed, o- only going against Mark Andrews, and Mark Andrews scores 41.2 in PPR. And it's like, that has to be the worst beat in fantasy history because it's a, it's a tight end that does it. Like you, a tight, tight end, that's the fourth high score ever by a tight end. I looked it up, just interested. Jeez. Um, and it's not like... You know, he was a half a point away from being the second highest. And then um, Dar- Darren Waller has like a 46-point game, so he was higher than everybody. Um, and not only that, but he he got the game-tying two-point conversion. So it's like yeah. you're you're also losing it on a two-point conversion to a tight end who just scored 42. Yeah, and actually got, about and two-point got... conversions from tight ends losing games. I'm so sour about that. I, yeah, very... John, that was a long time ago. Very long ago. time ago, together. John. But still so sad. But not only that, then he got, he got two two point conversions. So it's like it's like yeah. that is unheard of. The two two point conversions to get like completely fucked. If I was if I woke if I went to sleep up forty one and being like ah it's only Mark Andrews but good and I wake up to that loss that phone is broken. Yeah, that phone is broken. Yeah, that's the worst fantasy loss I know of. It, if it's a quarterback, it's different. A what even a wide receiver, a running back. Just tight ends just don't score that much. It just doesn't happen again. Only the fourth time it's ever happened. So that's it's rough. Tough. It's rough. The rough mm-hmm. way. And you could have went to sleep, like you said. It's not even like it was progressing through the game. You could see it happening. You know, like you're like, oh shit. He's like, he has a hundred yards in the first quarter. You know, like he's 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 looking good. It was like third quarter. Go to sleep. You're good. And then fucking just drop the shit at oh man yeah also uh pete was texting me it was uh the third quarter and he needed 23 from lamar jackson and hollywood brown to win and i think jackson had like eight and brown had like six and this was mid third quarter and he's like i can't believe i'm actually sweating this game and then i fell asleep and i woke up i was like well didn't really sweat much (laughs) winning by like six holy shit it's nuts in one league, I thought I almost had a shot with Michael Pittman scoring an early touchdown and having like 80 yards through like 
like midway through the third, and I don't think got a reception after that. Got completely oh, you want to talk up. about guys scoring in the first quarter and then not getting another catch after that? When Deontay Johnson does that for the second week in a row, <laughs> he scored that touchdown That's and calling was, card now. Scored that One touchdown was useless, and then yeah. nothing else. But at least a fifty-yard TD every game is twelve points. Like you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he's got to compete with uh, James Washington uh, instead of Juju Smith-Schuster. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, it was it was a, it was a couple couple of great games this past weekend for sure. Um, Do we uh, want to talk John Gruden real quick? Forgot about that. Yeah, you know, what? look. We might as well. I I mean, it's not How like... does John Gruden and Adam Schefter are the only ones that get shit from this whole the Redskins e- uh, Washington football team emails getting leaked? Somebody must not like him. Who whoever some what somebody in the investigation must not like him to pick his out, or he really is just the only guy who is sending dirtbag emails. <laughs> uh, out yes. of the fifty, what was it like? Thousands and thousands and thousands of emails that they looked hundreds at. Hundreds of thousands of emails, yeah. Hundreds of thousands, sorry. Like they just uh, did like control F Gruden. <laughs> just like pulled no. all those up. Or they saw one and then they did that. They're like, oh, hmm, I'm stumbling onto something here. Yeah. He just, just called somebody a, a, a bad gay word. Then it's I'm going to keep it up. Then 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 it's a look for, uh, for more, of course. But, uh, and, and then uh, our, my headline of the week, Carr, you know, said, let's open it all up. Let's look at everybody's emails. <laughs> so let's do it. Hey, imagine, oh, imagine how insane that would be if the if NFL was like, yeah, we're just going to look at all team emails. Then everyone would be gone. Oh, Every, yeah. Everybody would be gone. Now, I'm not saying I mean, like. I don't, know, I don't know if everyone has the old timey racist stereotypes that john gruden said no but i'm sure there's a lot of unsavory that was from like the 1800s like racism <laughs> i'm sure there's a lot of unsavory shit that people say in private that's probably quite homophobic <laughs> and quite racist that well th- some of the funniest memes were like jerry deleting all his emails and people are like the 1800 slurs he probably has they're like these goddamn moon crickets <laughs> like, what the hell's a moon cricket there was a uh, there was a, a meme where it was like uh nfl you know loves you know strong about like holding like withholding like or withstanding like the big policy of like you know we have a reputation we don't want to like promote bad people and then it shows like the the bills wall of fame and it has oj simpson like in the stadium like mm-hmm. name like it's like yeah, I mean, you know. Look, the, it's obvious, like, yeah, they had to part ways after this in, in, in today's society. Obviously, his emails are wrong. I mean, it's stupid to send emails that way, but he's old. Uh, I would hate for somebody to look into my texts because I fuck around with my friends. I call them all sorts of things. Like, I, I don't want... That would be terrible if somebody leaked all my texts. It would be like, well, these yeah. are my friends. I'm well, just dicking around with them. Well, that's a, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, what he's doing was completely unprofessional because it was it was talking about work, you know, like, yeah. I guess. So like, but like you said, if it was just like me. Even if it is his personal email, it, it, it's still, yeah, he's. You can't be saying things like that about, like, work-related shit and, you know, talking about, you know, people who work for the same company as you and, you know, are your players and. Or your boss, technically, you know. Yeah, <laughs> especially when like your team has the first out active NFL player. 
yeah, yeah. Like but that, that that's got that's very awkward. Right? All that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a strange. It's a I don't know. So I mean, we can I think we can come to terms that what he did was bad, and you know this shouldn't happen in football or anywhere. But also the precedent of you know going through personal emails is also bad, and maybe we we don't have to do that either. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of shit come out if that happens, man. Oof. Just imagine the the tsunami of fucking people just getting wrecked and gone and lives are over. There yeah, was, I uh... mean, but is is what he did much different than like I don't know, KD on Twitter and Instagram with Michael Rappaport like calling him a faggot and telling him to suck dicks and all this shit. I mean, he was pretty much saying that about. Like Roger Goodell and stuff. Like, I don't, like there, I, there's absolutely no difference, uh, but he, uh, yeah, he was doing it to his boss. I mean, you can't, I, I, yeah. I don't want to. Uh, people who signed the checks, ESPN, right? I guess it wasn't technically his boss. Yeah, yeah, but ESPN. So, like, I mean, ESPN also has not gotten in trouble for any blowback from this at all because it happened on their watch. But like, yeah, you just, but, like they're like ESPN and NFL are like best buddies. Like, they don't they deserve don't. blowback, to be honest. I mean, as much as you want to shit on ESPN, somebody sending emails to their personal account, what what are you going to do about that? If you don't know about it, you can't do anything about it. It's not. Unless it's, you're yeah monitoring all the emails and looking for, like, you know, keywords and phrases to call out. Like, that'd be... Yeah. That'd be well, a, again, if it's his personal account, it's not even on there. And that's, exactly, it's on the personal account. You're right. So you can't even do anything about that. So, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, let's just say people use questionable language and, uh, you know, he got got. It sucks. He's out. And let's not live in a world where we just dig back all the time. It's It sucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's not like they went digging back specifically for this. It was just like some random circumstance. And then the uh, Adam Schefter was like, yeah, he offended uh, Roger Goodell. Um, the homosexual community, like, <laughs> like he looked, he listed Roger Goodell first. So, like, obviously, you know where the people yeah. get their paychecks. From. <laughs> so, don't you know Roger Goodell's a protected class? Yeah, rich, uh, middle, rich, middle-aged white guys that no, wear pullovers. No, not not that. He's it's just Roger Goodell. That's the solo <laughs> <Him> himself. <laughs> it's he's in a class of his own. You can't talk shit about Roger Goodell. I mean, they. Didn't they sack Ben? Sim- I mean, Bill Simmons for that for Pretty just much. saying like Roger Goodell's a liar or like an asshole or something. I don't know. He cursed off Roger Goodell on a podcast, <laughs> and he was let go from ESPN like a week later. Pretty much, I think Roger Goodell just like has Google alerts for himself, and it's like, oh, this guy came up, he's gone. Sensitive man, huh? Yeah, I say you should have. Uh... Actually, never mind. I'm gonna not say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go on to the... All right, I'll say it. Fuck it. Um, Save it for the personal email. I'm saying you put Carl Nassip in the middle of... uh, Obviously, this is unfair to him. I'm not... This is a joke. You put him in the middle of the NFL... uh, Of the stadium, and you do the gladiator thumbs up, thumbs down thing to decide Gruden's job. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't know. It seems it seems like justice to me, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the the other <laughs> biggest story on the field is that Russell Wilson got hurt. 
Oh Man. my god! The one year I draft, I actually get a chance to draft him in a league. He fucking gets hurt, and Geno Smith comes in. Yeah, that was the game of uh, broken fingers. Um, <sighs> we, I mean, where do we rank the rest of the Seahawks? Um, going, I mean, Geno Smith had one good drive, and then he threw a pick immediately uh, on the game tying or what game winning drive or whatever it was. I think. He Lockett loses a lot of value with Geno Smith. Yeah, and yeah, him and DK. DK is going to be a guy who's a big body. I think will be able like a big target for Geno to hit. Um, yeah, I'm thinking Brandon Marshall in on the Jets type situation for DK Metcalf right now. Like not as many yards, but a lot of a lot of targets. It'll be a lot of volume. Yeah, um, of volume. yeah, but Lockett doesn't have that. Pretty deep throw, ball thrower to throw to him. No, not at all. And, uh, I mean, I don't even know. It's so crazy. You've heard so many. I've heard, like, two weeks all the way to season ending for this fucking uh, injury for, for Russell Wilson. And I'm like, Well, he got in on Thursday today. Oh, excuse me. A, a limited practice. So... I'm throwing uh, someone in my two QB league dropped him. I'm throwing all my fat bottom just for shits and giggles. Probably I'm gonna not gonna get it, but possibly drop Matt Ryan and have Carson Wentz and Baker go for it until Russell comes back. Yeah, man. Look. It's a, he's he's never missed a game in his career. If you don't think he's gonna heal quickly from this, then I don't think you've been watching his career. So I, yeah, I think he he's gonna come back. Whatever the earliest timeline is, will be his timeline, in my opinion. They have a bye week nine, so that's why they said originally week ten was the original uh, uh, plan. I mean, I'm saying he's I'm saying he's back week eight. Week eight. Wow. I mean, I know Seahawks, Seahawks fans are hoping. I actually got nervous in a league when it happened in a league that I was doing well in, and uh, I tra- I traded for Sam Darnold because. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, he's been doing really well besides the last game. I traded Devonta Smith for him, and I don't think that's the worst trade. I, I still have good wide receivers in that Isn't league. Is it a 2QB? It is not, but it's a mm. very deep bench, and like most quarterbacks are pretty much fucking gone. Like I could have grabbed Geno, but I, was, I don't want to grab Geno. And so I just didn't want to... Yeah, you don't, you don't want to have I to rely on that. I didn't want to lose too much for the time that I had him. And I think Devonta Smith wasn't a bad loss considering he was my number three slash number four receiver. So I was okay with it, but I still hope Russell comes back quick. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, well, Devonta's not having a good game today. So yeah, so, I mean, so far, so far, uh, Eagles not looking too good. Good way to start off the, the, hey, we just need, we just need Jalen Hurts to break the 250 pass threshold through comeback and Tampa Bay win, and I win my part, my same game par- <laughs> parlay. So I don't, I can't do those same game parlays, man. I don't know. I just like doing pick, pick the fucking winners or you know spreads with the teasers. I like those. Those are fun. Those are fun. And and you know what? I posted my I posted it on our Twitter. My uh, my six team parlay last week on yeah. Sunday, and it fucking hit. And if anyone actually paid attention and, and took that, they would have took. They could have took fifty bucks and turned it into three fifty. So just saying. 
Occasionally I get those good. I've been pretty good this season. I think out of six weeks, I think I've hit four of them. So it went pretty good. Or five weeks, I've hit, no, sorry, five weeks, I've hit three of them, my bad. Pretty, pretty good. But six weeks, this is going to be my fourth win right this, this week. Well, you got to be like, well, you got to keep track. You're like, all right, this is a five. Nope, John just faded away for a second. Year, I'm up, I'm up, whatever, 10 units. I didn't even hear anything but, you said, John. Oh, I was gonna say you gotta like you gotta like say like oh this is a three unit bet to win however however many units, and I'm up this many on the season, and then people are like oh okay, yeah I guess I gotta start doing that. start you, doing you that. have to like do like I know I know I you, you gotta see how betting Twitter like that works yeah I what mean, are you guys talking about no the teasers like, why are you talking about units because that's how they talk. It, it, <sighs> Because everyone, like, one unit is what you bet for one bet. <laughs> unit of what? A Just dollar? Just like a unit might be for one person, it might be $10. For another person, for a big shark person, it might be $1,000. It's like what they bet for, like, their usual bet. Why don't they just say dollars? Because <laughs> they just say, never mind. That's it's, confusing. It's not what... I bet $50. Are they embarrassed to say how much they bet? Just Sometimes. Yeah, because some people You're are embarrassed right. they'll bet a dollar and they, you know, you know, like on, on bets, you know, only. But who cares? Bet whatever the fuck you can bet. That's it. I think people lie about how much they bet all the time because they never want to seem like they're losing more than they're winning. Oh, right. most people. Like, oh, no, no, I just bet five bucks on that one. It's not a big deal. But you should have seen my $25 bet. Oh, I mean. Well, that's like. I and they're both $25. We, we all lost the uh, the $5 quarter L, 75 Rushing and seventy-five catching. Not uh, by much. Rush. Not by much. Not by much. I know. We were rooting so hard for it. Not but by much. I, I I did win my my Tampa Bay win. Evans and uh, Fournette to score, and I won a Giants bet too, or a uh, Cowboys bet. So I was finish up on the day. So there you go. Well, which one is it? A Giants or a Cowboys bet? It was uh, Cowboys to win. And to score like twenty points, and for the Giants to score like fifteen points. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. It was I, like, <laughs> it was like I don't know why they do. They do do like teams to score this many points, and it's like okay, just that do. is a unit of a bet. Did I do it? <laughs> did I did I get it? Did I get the unit right? I don't think so. Don't think so. All right, that but... is a unit. All right, so now that our our terrible. Um, betting section is over why don't we uh i think it was pretty good because apparently we all won our bets except for the except yeah for, for, for i won my parlay last week i'm on a roll with parlays if i didn't uh you know if i didn't spend it all on a couple blackjack hands i'd be doing really well this <laughs> this yeah. uh football season yeah i'm trying to limit myself to uh not bet as much you know going forward something about the thrill of doubling down what you just won on football <laughs> on a hand of blackjack gets me and i was <laughs> <laughs> i was hitting it every single week and just getting too cocky and then last week was my downfall and i i lost almost my entire bank Ugh. in dk not bank account and i didn't deposit once this year yet so it it's you know it's it's all money i've won but it just sucks that i was building and building and building and you know i got a little a little too close to the sun. I have never played any casino game 
from DraftKings. Any of those like electronic thing, I just I don't trust. Uh, I can't. I'd rather just put my money on football or you know just sports in general, where there's actual people out there that I can root on, not like a you know an electronic flip of the card. I don't know. Just can't. It's weird. All right, man. Well. All right. Jeez. Okay. Just shit on Brian's life. Why don't you? I uh, know. Just. <laughs> I, I mean, like card games. Sorry, <laughs> I like card also, games. Do you also talk shit on people who like magic, like The Gathering or magic? Your emails about <laughs> magicians and card players, huh? Let's open up those emails. Yeah. <laughs> I say a lot of unsavory things about magicians and card players. I honestly don't think I've ever sent a bad email in my life. I don't think so either. I what? I, it's all it's all about being passive aggressive in emails. It's saying I know. Hey, as per my last email, or uh, yeah, yeah, as I or let I let me reiterate, or my last one or something like that, like yeah, stuff like oh, that yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't for sure. The as per my last email is probably the douchiest thing you can say. Honestly, I rather be called heinous things <laughs> than somebody say as per my last email. Like just straight up, motherfuck me. Yeah, they would not say that. Say, yeah. yeah. Say all bad things about my mother. There, yeah, there was someone that pissed me off, and I, uh, I obviously just didn't say anything. But uh, I was supposed to get access to something, and I didn't. And it's literally just like if you click the button, you could tell if you don't have access to it. So I was like, oh, I, I, I still don't have access to this. And and the the person said, oh, maybe it's a training issue. And I'm like, <laughs> and I wanted to be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? A training? Oh, she. Oh, she. Yeah. No, not pretty much. She straight up called me an idiot for saying it's a training issue. Like it's a I'd fucking an button. Yeah, like just call me an idiot. Don't say. Don't. Don't try and be like it's a training issue. Like I wanted to be like go go fuck yourself, but I can't because it's work. And I just was like okay, and then just you know went went up like uh, around her and got it taken care of. But you know it's. You can't. It's oh man, that that that. I'm very direct on emails. I had a guy who uh, we got into a phone argument over a work thing. Like he just, you know, we had something to do with leasing a place uh, for our office, and I was I just didn't agree with him. We weren't, you know, <laughs> he wanted to do the 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 office space one way. It wasn't his office space. He was a guy from the state. I said no. We got into a little, yeah, just phone argument. And then from there on, he spelled my name Brain in emails. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, what a My name's right there in the email. Yeah. And then, and then one day, I was just like, just spell my name right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what you're doing, motherfucker. You might as well, yeah, just like, you might as well call you like asshole, like asshole Woods instead of saying Brain. <laughs> like, you might yeah, as well just, just be direct about it. Wow. Yeah, he wanted to. He, like, took a tour of our office, and I saw that the... They were supposed to give us more space. They saw that the conference room wasn't the room next to the exit door, whatever that means. Well, I know what that means, but supposedly it's a new directive in the state for security purpose to put the conference room. No, no, no. Like directly next to the exit door because the Mm -hmm. conference room is across from the exit door. But he was like directly next to it. And I was like, it's pretty directly next to it. It's across from it. And he's like, well, you know, directly next to it. I was like, I'm not sure we have the same d- definition of directly right now. Uh, <laughs> he's like, well, we, we're going to have to come in 
and move your the conference room to this other room and that room's my office and I was like that's not happening. <laughs> he's like he's like yeah well we're going to have to make this the new conference room and I was like that's my office. He's like yeah but the safety protocols I was like no it's just not happening. And he's like well this is you know a rule we have to do it. I I need can I talk to the assembly members? And I was like no nah, I talked to him don't worry. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's funny. Oh. Uh, and then, then it went downhill from there. Now we just don't talk. Yeah, well, look. Not worth talking to, maybe. So. Um, anyway. Why don't, we, uh, why, don't we, why don't we move on to some football? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I mean, this is a two-parter thing. Um, a, the Bills are a wagon. Josh Allen's awesome. But are you worried about the Chiefs? I'm worried about that defense. <laughs> They've had like, a brutal schedule, too. They have right. had a brutal schedule. Nicole uh, Hartman, I was, I was saying, like, as a fantasy thing, obviously not because their offense. I mean, besides Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, obviously, uh, getting hurt and being on IR. But it's just their offense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is throwing a bunch of interceptions, too. I think they are throwing, like, the most interceptions, like, per play or something like that, or, like, most turnovers per play they have. Well, there's been a lot of fumbles, for sure, as well. This sloppy but football. Once you add those in, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire definitely wasn't helping with that. I mean, Mm-mm. if they could, I mean, the defense is a real big issue. I mean, yes, it's a, it's, you know, when you're <laughs> when you're when your offense is great and your defense and not making, you know, not turning the ball over and your defense is mediocre, you know, it sort of shields how you know bad that defense is. But once you start making you know, turning the ball over, giving teams short fields, and that defense just sucks. I mean, it's, you know, there's no hiding it. Like, this, this, I, I want to see what they do against Washington. Um, because, like you did say, they, their schedule has been pretty brutal. They've played a lot of good games, uh, a lot of good teams. And I want to see if they can come out and just, like, obliterate Washington. Like, just put them down. Like, Put them to put them to rest. Put them. So. Put them I think that's a pretty. I think yeah, that's a pretty good chance of that happening for sure. But uh, you're right. The defense, I think, is making the offense have to push a little more. And um, I think defenses are kind of playing back on the Chiefs because they know they can score, and they're not, you know, blitzing. They're not pressing as much and. It just makes it a lot harder for for that offense. Oh yeah, uh, Tyreek Hill. He had the one what four, uh, forty point game, but what are his other games? I feel like he just has a bunch of like twelve point games. No, nah, he's had. A, I mean, last didn't he get hurt or had a issue last game? But he was he's been pretty good. It's Tyreek Hill, man. Come on. I think he had two bad games in a row. Um, for his standard. Yeah, he had one 3 for 14 and then one 5 for 56. So I, I, that's not technically a bad game. But, I mean, he has his first game was 11 for 197 yeah. and a touchdown. Uh, two touchdowns. Uh, then his fourth game, 11 for 186 and three touchdowns. And then, uh, no, the first game was one touchdown, sorry. And then last game, 7 for 63. So that's, you know. With fifteen yards of rushing, that's uh that's a five, that's a fifteen point PPR yeah, game. And then just two monster close to forty point games. 
Yeah, I mean that, but that's that's a lot of what Tyree Kill does. I mean, Tyree Kill is not a the guy who's going to get you a hundred yards every game, and no one I don't think has ever expected that of him. Like he's a guy who is going to blow up and get you those forty point games, and occasionally have those like you know games where he just sort of gets shut out and you know doesn't do too great. But it's usually more better than bad. Yeah, he is like Aaron Jones if Aaron Jones did it five times a year instead of three. <laughs> I mean, that's I, fair. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. He I mean, Aaron, Aaron Jones, since his blowout game, has had two mediocre games for him, but that's besides the point. Um. Anyways, and then the Bills just, I mean, Bills are going to make the year the tight end happen with Dawson Knox. Um, really? Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz, Mark Andrews just scored 40-something. Can we just call it the year of the tight end already? What are we waiting for? You yeah, know- I'm pretty sure I call, I call that at the beginning. You want to know what sucks, too, is that, like, you know, but two is most likely coming back for Sunday, right? Yeah. Like, Jazeki yeah. was looking good, like, with uh, Brissett. Like, I, oh, yeah, he's... All those four-yard catches over and over again. Like, I mean, like, but, yo, they fantasy, that shit racks up. That shit adds up. Like, you know, for for there not being so many tight ends to choose from, like, I, I think, you know, like, it's, it's going to suck if Tua comes back and just doesn't look at him because the first two weeks he just didn't look at him. Although it's a great matchup. What? What? will need to happen for them to bench Tua and go back to Brissett and, and just cut their losses. I mean, the problem is Brissett is like hasn't you know he didn't win like he hasn't he hasn't won a game since then. So like I un, like if he went like two and zero or three and zero as the starter, yeah, that's true. Like yeah, they don't bring Brissett back once Tua's healthy. That's they're going to. I mean, Brissett showed nothing. He showed Moxie the first game and then nothing. He's looked truly awful. Yeah, they have like they have no other options. Like it's gonna be as long as he's on the field and healthy, two is gonna be their quarterback for the rest of the season. At, at least he brings mobility, right? Like even if he's not, even if he's just as bad as Brissett, he brings mobility. Yeah, it's not gonna be much. But uh, I mean, you know, it's that's the London game. This or is it London? Yeah, in London. Yeah, yeah, the Battle of Florida in London. Battle of Florida in London, nice. So gotta love it. Um, so let's let's talk about these Florida teams. I don't know what to do with my with with Jags fantasy players besides James Robinson. I feel like it's either Marvin Jones or Lavisca Chenault every other week. Like I I feel bad benching one of them because they show mm. they can get to the twenty point yeah range, but neither of them does it in the same game. It's it's too difficult to trust anyone not it's not named James Robinson on that team because it's they, I I just don't think they know what they're doing at this point you know they're just and they're just getting Lawrence comfortable and letting him just do what he has to do and it's not going to translate into but you would think there would be a bunch of yards to be had it's not it's not even like they have that many. Like I said, it's only James Robinson and then one receiver. It's not both of them. Yeah. And now Dan Arnold's taken a decent amount of targets. I think he led the team in targets last week. He turned it into like five for 50, but um, you got him in the mix. So 
I I only say this because I was feeling pretty good about Marvin Jones as every week player, and now I'm just out on that. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't. I couldn't. I mean, he looked good early on, yeah, but I can't trust anyone on there besides James Robinson at this point. Just that offense. I don't know. Maybe okay. Miami, maybe Miami's, maybe Miami's defense comes back to what it was last year. This game actually has a. There might be a sneaky defense in London this week. I think this is like the random like London shootout where. Or like where one team just goes absolutely nuts. Yeah, there's gonna be a tight end that gets a couple touchdowns in this game. Hope his name is Jacky or Guzacki, whatever it is. I hope it's yeah. I hope it's Dan Arnold. I think it's gonna be Darnold. I only wanted Dan Arnold if it was going coming from Darnold. Like that's the only way I wanted it to work. Doesn't make any sense now. There's no point of him scoring touchdowns. It's like trading a fantasy player. Like you root so hard for him every week, and then you trade him away. It's like all right, now start sucking. There's no Mm -hmm. point, but there's no point of like. Dan Arnold touchdowns mean nothing anymore. They mean none of his catches mean nothing. They're, they're they useless. They, they don't do it for you. Like, do they? Do they understand what they, they don't just get the juices flowing? But do they understand what they've lost? Did they, yeah. they? They gave away Darnold to no Dan Arnold. Darnold anymore? It's ridiculous. You get no rush. You know, I'm really glad I traded away last week. Miles Sanders, who has one rush for one yard right now. Uh, he's he's permanently on my bench in in the, in the haters club. The Look. Eagles officially have one rush with a running back in the first half of this game. They're just—I know they're okay. I know they're not. They have—they're two and three. They're still in this thing. They just won a big game last game. But you're just not gonna—I don't know. I feel like they could be a much better team if they ran the ball just a little bit. Or not even that. It's just like obviously, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have what the best run defense in the yeah. league. Like, but now something tells me that, you know, their stats are inflated because nobody runs against them. Like, every game I watch, people are like, oh, their run defense is so much better than their pass, so we're not going to run. So, obviously, they're not giving up much rushing yards. Nobody well, runs I mean, that's them. that that could be part of it, but they do have a good run. They do have a good no, know, front seven. But not, you you don't necessarily have to, quote-unquote, run the ball, really, if you're to be running players. You do check downs. You do, you know, like other types of plays that are sort of like running plays, but to get your running back involved, like, and not only that is you make, you know, quicker decisions. You're getting the ball out quicker. You're, you know, you're changing it up. They're just constantly doing the same shit. I've seen Jalen Hurts do the same thing over and over again. It's like, I don't know. Also, Jalen Hurts never gives up an option. He always holds it. Like, it, it has to be the most frustrating thing being a running back in that system. When you know they call the option, you're never getting it <laughs> on first and second down. They call the option, an insane. What just watching this game, they get into third and longs constantly because they're call, like teams are just sitting on them calling the option. And the amount of times Jalen Hurts has taken it and just gotten tackled for no gain is it, it's been insane. I mean, he has I think he has six rushes now, um, which isn't a, a very high amount, but when you compare that to one rush and all of his rushes pretty much come on the option play. He never gives. He never does the handoff. He always <laughs> takes it. He's a greedy boy. He's a very greedy boy. Very greedy boy. I mean, it's fine if you you know. I have him on my other money fantasy league where rushing touchdowns are six, passing are four. So I'm okay with it. But you know, if I'm an Eagles running back, it, yeah, I would say, hey, greedy boy, come on, what are we doing? <laughs> Share the wealth, yeah. Oh man. Um, 
All right. So wait, are we uh, we roll into any other games? Like we we go into the games. What we what are we? Uh... Oh, uh, just the last thing. Saquon got hurt. We kind of mentioned that a little bit. Um, yeah, that but... was like the weirdest, uh, like nonchalant injury I've ever seen. Someone just stepped on his ankle, but just absolutely crushed it. Yeah, it was after the play. Um, yeah. He was kind of just like not even running. He kind he was stopping and then did the old basketball injury, which was really funny because I was watching that at the bar and the guy sitting next to me was like classic, um, you know, late 40s, maybe played rec sports when he was a kid. and Talking about them glory days? Yeah, but he was like, as soon as that happened, he was like, oh man, that sucks. That's a stinger. Done that at least 40 times playing basketball. The good old ankle roll. Yep. Yep. He's going to have a bad ankle after that one. And he just wouldn't stop saying it. He was like, You see that? Hey, hey, Larry, you see that one? Yep. Right? I've happened to Larry a bunch of times basketball. too. <laughs> Constantly did that playing basketball. <laughs> like this guy, you know, he's like five, five, seven, sitting on the bar stool. It's like, Yeah, we're. We're all talking about pickup basketball here, right? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I get it too. I did that playing basketball. Listen, you got to wear ankle braces playing pickup basketball. It's, it's dangerous out there. Oh yeah, the black on the blacktop. Come on. <laughs> um, and then I guess the other story that Kadarius Tony finally got started, had a yeah. bunch of yards, and it then started punched a the little guy. the game before that. Yeah, and then he punched the guy. So. Not, he deserved it. Not getting suspended yeah. though, so he just had to uh, get thrown out of the game, and that was it. So he's. Uh, I think I think they realized like, oh wait, no, this actually this other guy kind of deserved it, so like, we won't suspend him. Just. So I I had been drinking since nine a.m. because we did the the Jets champagne breakfast, which I, we 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 do when the Jets play in London, once every four years or whatever, um, and. I, I went on a little bit of a steamer when Joe Judge was cursing him off and yelling at him to get his ass in the locker room and stuff. Like, I was just like, weak coach, man. Weak fucking coach. Back your player up. And I just started yelling at the TV in the bar. and uh, <laughs> Because, you know, he gets pushed to the ground. And then, as much as I hate Evan Ingram, the same guy that pushes him in the ground starts pushing Evan Ingram. He comes up and he pops him. So, what up? He's... Just He's sticking up for himself and his teammate. And then Joe Judge, you know, to me, I'm clapping for that play. I'm saying, you know, yeah. I know you got to get to – you're tossed out of the game. I'm sorry. Sorry, pal. You got to get to the locker room. But, hey, good energy out there. I think it's just – you don't – I think it's just dumb to punch someone with helmet on. Do like the old like schoolyard, like put your leg behind them and push them and trip them. Sure. Oh, yeah. Or the Andre Johnson take his helmet off. Or the Miles Garrett take his helmet off and hit him with it, but then That's you're true. out. Then the yeah, yeah, you're. Well, yeah, there you know, one one rush for one yard. They just posted it on the uh, on I saw it on TV. Oof. Yeah, if if Oof. you think about it, the open hand jab isn't that stupid on a helmet. It, yeah. Close hand fist punch on helmet is very dumb. break your fingers. And, yeah, I think that's what he did, and he missed, which is good. But a little open hand palm jab, like that's a nifty move, especially in the ear hole. Yeah. yeah, and if you it's also, and if you try and get underneath too, you could really get like a nice like chin shot, you know, like. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. And then they're all discombobulated. Their yeah. chin strap is on their nose. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way you gotta do it. You gotta go under with the chin, right there. Mm-hmm. Next time, yeah, Kader- you're, Kader- on, you're onto something here for sure. 
which I think is definitely a classic offensive lineman, defensive lineman move. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's because their hands are the size of, like, fucking baseball gloves, so. <laughs> For sure. But uh, I like the passion. He looked electric, man. It. They just need to – he needs to be in on every play and take who's ever spot there was... he has been taking. I don't care if it's Shepard. Slayton should probably not really play much. I, I think he was kind of a flash in the pan. Um, but he's uh, he's the best player on that team right now. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Play, people just can't do what he was doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, there, there was the one play where he caught the ball, had two Cowboys right on him, did like a 360 sidestep, went between them, and then juked another guy after that and got like 10 extra yards. Like, he's so. I'm seeing shades of, of uh, Odell Beckham, and I think that's why the coach was so hard on him. Because it's like, uh-oh, no, 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 we can't go, we can't go down this route. So, yeah. so look, Galladay is, I saw it last, so I was doubtful. So Galladay might not play. Slayton is still injured, or Shepard is still injured? Like, uh, Shepard looks like he might play. So, yeah. Shepard, so, so then they're going up against the Rams, and you know you're getting, the, someone's going to get the Ramsey treatment, so... It's gonna be tough. I, think, uh, I mean, I know, I know, Rams is amazing, but like, yeah, he moves around a lot. Like, he's so quick that he goes behind the line of scrimmage and can make shit happen. Like, I don't think he's gonna be shut down. Down, you know what I mean? Yeah. I if mean, Daniel Jones plays, I play him. I'll just say that. If Daniel Jones plays, I, I put him in. Yeah, I mean, look, he's he definitely is going to see a good amount of targets um, going forward, and yeah, I I mean, there are definitely way worse options, and at this point, and he looked good. I mean, like you said, he looked yeah. he looked nuts. He looked nuts last week. So yeah, what do you have? Like a hundred eighty yards. Last week almost? was the was the second week where he got full time snaps. The first week he was like seven for eighty. Um, so he was just kind of getting into it. He was injured all preseason. The first three games he barely played. Um, it's like I said, very shades of Odell Beckham is his rookie year, where injured all preseason in camp, didn't really do any. Was kind of out the first four games, and then uh, just came on explosively. I'm I, I don't think like I'm talking out of my ass with him. Like, it, Both against the does, Cowboys too. Both against the he Cowboys. He does things on the football right field. That um, you just don't really see. Well, I'm, yeah. de- I'm definitely interested I mean, in seeing, we, seeing it again. The big question is, do we trust Jason Garrett and Joe Judge to uh, utilize him to his fullest potential and not like, <laughs> suffocate him? If they don't after what they've seen, then they, they both need to be fired. I think yeah. there is one saving grace where they don't, ha- they, they don't have any other options. Yeah, if we get like a... I'm going to teach him a lesson, bench him the first half of the game, game from Joe Judge, I think he's going to be chased out of town. Like, he doesn't have that. I don't think he has the option to to dick around like that. No, you don't. Not not in your position where you're sitting right now. Hell no. Hell fucking no, you don't have that, that option. But, uh... I mean, I can see the Mariners thinking that that's the right move and kind of force it <laughs> and be like, you know what? This is what football fans want. They don't want to see Kadarius Tony out for the first quarter or first half of our game. Okay. So obviously John Mayer is not the worst owner in the game. Cause 
Well, I mean, they've had the worst record since 2017, so that doesn't make my case. But he's not, like, insidious, you know what I'm saying? It's not like uh, Dan Snyder, where you're just hearing all these really insidious things about him. You're like, wow, this guy really sucks. Yeah. Like, he needs to <laughs> he's, get not out e- he's not evil. He's just Yeah, he's common. not, it's like, this guy's a misogynist. He definitely, like, he's... looking... Like, I'm surprised we haven't had the Dan Snyder uh, homophobic emails and racist emails. And they'll come, maybe. Uh, but he's easily the most annoying. Like, you ever meet that person that's like, yeah, sure, you you do, ch- like, you donate to charity. You're technically a good person because you haven't broken any laws. But you suck. Like, you know <laughs> you suck. Like, nobody likes you. You're annoying to be around. You sniff your own farts. You're on an ivory tower. Like that's the kind of guy it reminds me of. Like he probably does a lot of good in his life, but we all know he sucks. Just because right. you donate to charity doesn't mean you're a good person. No, <laughs> never does. Yeah, I'm sure Hitler donated to some charity. I've seen a lot of. I don't probably. know. What kind of, I don't know what kind of charities <laughs> he was donating to, but I've seen a lot of movies where, you know, the 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 really hype kingpin drug dealer was donating to a lot of charities. So I'm just saying, oh, yeah. you know. You gotta humanize them. Yeah, exactly. Big philanthropists, those kingpin drug dealers. They really are. They love giving their money away to uh to ch- to charities. You know. Yeah. They gotta funnel it somewhere. Open up that you open up that painting and damn, there you go, bags of cocaine <laughs> everywhere. Uh, that's what. Yeah, that's you know classic Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> so John Mayer is that kind of guy. Like we said, the kind of guy that that whines until the taunting penalties are part of football. <laughs> fucking taunting penalties god I don't even want to get in that alright um, alright let's go on to week 6 games because yeah. we've already been at this for like an hour again getting caught up in previous shit alright <laughs> uh, I'll go to the one game that's not like a premier game of the week that I picked out uh, Vikings at Panthers both of these QBs were I feel like were performing way above their above their uh, their grade? pedigree <laughs> And I just, I don't know. I don't know how the Panthers lost that game. Sam Darnold turned back into the Jets' Sam Darnold, throwing picks left and right. The one thing is, does Dalvin Cook play? And, I mean, Alexander Madison is just by far, again, the most valuable handcuff in all football. He's so good. Crazy game. I mean, I feel bad that he's, like, stuck behind one of the best running backs in football. Because, like, he could be a starting running back on a lot of different teams. What's his contract? Um, and yeah, yeah, he looks great. Um, what what do you think is the only hope that he that Cook doesn't play is that there's a bye next week because he's practiced two days in a row. They think they could just beat them without Cook and give him one more week, the, two the, more weeks. There's no way Cook doesn't play unless he like reaggravates something before the game. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah, because I don't think they're a good enough team to say we could beat the Panthers with the possibility of McCaffrey coming back. Yeah, they have to just go for it. They can't. Yeah, they can't just sit people to fuck around with rest. Be like, oh yeah, we. Ne-. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they think they're thinking that way. I think Cook definitely plays, and unfortunately, you just have to. If you have, if you're a Madison guy without Cook on your team, you just have to. Put him back in your on your bench and let him get dusty for a few more weeks and wait maybe for, take him out for a spin. There you go. Yeah, just wait for the inevitable, you know, missed game and later in the season of Cook, and you'll have Madison for possibly a playoff game. You can't drop him though, right? No. If you don't, 
If I mean, if you have Cook, you have to keep him. But if you don't have Cook, I still think you have to keep him because he's a guaranteed over twenty point a game guy. If there are so, there are so few running backs that come in seamlessly to replace not even just a starter. I mean, like Dalvin Cook level starter and just do what they do. Like you know what I'm saying? Like McCaffrey got hurt, and what Chuba Hubbard comes in and. Did he? Chubba does like seventy percent of what he does. No, I mean, did what did Hubbard have last week? I think he had like 15, 16 points. Did he? Look, it's kind of what Mike Davis was doing last year, yards, right? He did. Where he was getting games. a bunch of catches and whatnot. I just, I just, I can't. Like, there's, there's no one, there's no one like Madison is just the guy, man. Like, and they, 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 they treat him like Dalvin Cook when, when he's in. Yeah, that's the key. It, it would have been like dropping Mike Davis when you heard McCaffrey was coming back. And, you know, it, it so happened that McCaffrey never actually – he came back one week and then that was it. Oh, so, yeah, yeah don't, don't do anything stupid. Just hold tight. And, look, maybe you waste a bench spot for the rest of the season, but it's just too like, – Like, what other running back are you going to pick up instead of – that's what I'm saying. There's got to be something really valuable sitting out there. Like, there, yeah. I, don't think there's, I don't think there's anything. Unless someone dropped, like, I don't know who. Well, how about you just, if you think about dropping him, you ask yourself this question. Do you want to be um, the guy that watches him play on another team? Should Cook come back and just, like, re-aggravate his injury and for the rest of the year kind of thing like wouldn't that just be the most devastating thing that could possibly happen so even if that's only a 10 percent chance i'm i'm just gonna make sure that's not the thing that happens to me yeah no he's an instant 20 points off your bench when he plays and no other player can can do that no not consistently not consistently um i think sam donald gets back I think he, I think he gets back to a better game this week. Yeah, I agree. Especially if McCaffrey plays. Yes, yeah. and that, that that's the big thing too. I mean, that'll open it up even more. I mean, I feel bad for Robbie Anderson though. I mean, what a nice season last year and. Yeah, he's droppable, obviously. It sucks, man. He went from like late round last year, performing way above his draft stock, and now getting drafted much higher and. Darnold just being like, nah, man, you remind me too much of the Jets and just fucking not even looking his way. It sucks. But it's weird because there's nobody else performing besides DJ Moore and Sam Darnold, and then McCaffrey's been out, so it's not like he's soaking up targets. So is he really just spreading it around besides DJ Moore? Like I don't know. I mean he even lost Dan Arnold, so we know how big of a loss yeah. that was. Just in name alone, not even fucking catches or targets. So um, is it possible that Robbie Anderson is a buy completely low? Like, the lowest buy of low you could possibly do? I mean... You'll get him for nothing. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to get him for fucking nothing. I mean... you probably get him for, like, uh, like the backups, backup, backup on the Chicago Bears right now. He has 12 receptions to DJ Moore's 35. I mean, look, not much worse than fucking A.J. Brown. Not much worse than Allen Robinson right now. Well, I mean, at least A.J. Brown was hurt a game, so that sort of helps it. 
Um, who, well, who would you rather have? I mean, obviously, the pedigree of Robbie Anderson is a lot lower than like draft capital is a lot lower of Robbie Anderson than those other guys. Uh huh. Yeah. But do you think Allen Robinson has a chance to turn around? Is is that chance to turn around higher than Robbie Anderson's? Oh, of course. Yeah. And then AJ Brown is the highest. The highest. AJ Brown hasn't got. I know AJ Brown was injured, but he didn't. He hasn't scored ten points in the four games he played. Yeah. He hasn't gotten to ten, so he's having a real brutal stretch. And uh, it may get worse this week going up against Buffalo. Yeah. So yeah, he's having a real. Talk about stretch. you know if you don't have him and he has a bad week, that's a perfect buy low. It might. Be. Yeah. For I mean for sure. I if I'm buying low on one of those three, it's obviously him. I think Allen Robinson is just uh, a wide receiver three with, you know, big game potential every now and then. But I wouldn't go out and, like, give up somebody who's playing well right now for him. Like, in our league, there was a hunt for Robinson trade because it's like I want the name of Robinson, and I thought it was a bad tra- – I thought it was a good trade for the person getting Hunt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's like, well, Hunt's performing every single week, and he's a running back, which is a premier thing. So I know we all thought Allen Robinson was going to be a wide receiver one, but I'm not giving up a borderline running back one for a guy who hasn't crossed the 10-point ten, ten threshold this and, year. And no, top, borderline top five running back. And there's no... At this point. And there's no, um, there's no signs of life, like... In Chicago, that that proves that Justin Fields is gonna just flip a switch and be like, "Oh yeah, now I can throw the ball to Allen Robinson all the time and get it to him." It's like, yeah. If anything, Darnell Mooney's the guy who's kind of picking up steam and getting targets and getting plays from from uh, Justin Fields. So yeah, I'm not I'm not trading for Robinson. I don't want to buy him low. I'll sell him, but then you're selling real, real low. You're selling real low, so it's it's tough. That's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna try sell them in the league. I have them. Just see what you get. Just get something random. Throw some feelers yeah, sell out them there. For like, shit, sell them for like Kadarius Tony or something. <laughs> you won't even get that. Um, all right, what else you got, John? All right, let's get to the actual. Uh, wait, 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 sorry, one second. Sure. Ahead. I just have it's really random. Would you sell AJ Brown for Hollywood Brown? AJ Brown for yeah, I, w- I think I'd want Hollywood Brown. You would you you would trade even there's though you drafted AJ Brown about, so high and there's just something weird about the Titans this year. Like they and I don't know. It No, I'm sticking with AJ Brown. I think I'd want I think I'm the tiebreaker and go with John. Uh, give me the production. I'll just go Hollywood. Brown. I know. I, I'm just. They can't be like this all year. It could be. Can't but, they though? Yeah, of they, course it could be. Of course it could he be. It's like he he's been hitting the deep bombs this year. I mean, not they didn't hit him last year, but it seems like he's hitting the deep bombs way more this year. Well, I was saying it can't be like this whole year with um with the the, 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 the t- with, yeah with Titans, Titans. yeah. I definitely think A.J. Brown gets better. It's not like he's lacking targets. He's been a little banged up. But I, it, this has less to do about A.J. Brown and more to do. Yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood Brown is just... He's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, every, every, game, yeah. every game he's getting good separation. He only had one, ba- he only had one so bad game. Only one bad game, you know? 
and that was versus the Lions, which sort of sucks to have, not have a good game versus them. But uh, that was a yeah, weird. Right. That, was, that was a weird one. That was a very that weird was, one. That was the game he dropped eight touchdowns. No, <laughs> that's that's right. So he should have had two touchdowns in that game. He would have had touchdowns in every game this season. Um, I'm still sticking AJ Brown. I I don't know. I'm call me crazy, but AJ Brown. All right, what do you got, John? Oh, actually, I have one more. It's just like kind of random game. No. There's the, Whatever, man. Like just the throw them out there. Games. It was uh, Packers at Bears, and we just ended up talking about the Bears a lot anyways. So, basically, you don't have to talk about that anymore. Devontae Adams, basically, man. That's it. You, are you spot starting Herbert? Yeah. Yes. I think I have to. Yeah. Are you, do you hope to have, like, Herbert as your quarterback and do just a double Herbert? It would, that, I mean, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Probably double, pretty uh, double Herbert. Pretty productive pretty as sure, well. Pretty sure he was one of my boys uh, last week. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll say. Yeah, eighty something yeah. yards. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, Packer. I mean, the Packers. I don't know. This whole AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones thing is pissed me off last week. But I mean, it's the first geez. decent week AJ Dillon had, right? And he, and he scored on a, on a really nice play, like you know, it was a it was a good play. That yeah. if if he didn't make a you know make the effort, he could have got you know stopped, and that would have been it. You know, the touchdown would have been someone else's probably. But uh, it was um, it it this is is this it though? Is this where <sighs> you know it starts happening again to Aaron Jones? I mean, I hope not. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, Other weeks he's been real good. I'm so, I'm so I'm so nervous about it again. I think they're gonna they're gonna fall back into their ways. Where they're gonna be like, well, look, Aaron Jones, he's a little banged up, so maybe we don't want to give him, you know, all these touches and and bring AJ Dillon in. You know, he's fresh legs. He got those big fucking big thighs and big calves, and he'll uh he'll he'll fill in while Aaron Jones is like you know not a hundred percent. I just I see yeah, it happening. we're back so two years ago, Aaron Jones. We're we're getting the forty yard games and then the 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 40, 10, 10, 10, 4. It sucks. I was we were all hoping that he was going to be more stable. Yeah, sorry, sorry everybody. I don't think this is it. I don't think this is the year for Aaron Jones. No, if anything, you know, the best draft pick so far in the first round has just been our number one boy, Austin Eckler. Like, if you were going to make a first round pick, it's Austin Eckler. Consistency. Did I, did I say he was going to be top five? Or did I say, right? Top five, I had him. I had I'm him number five. Sure we all ranked him top five or six. I had him five. I think you guys were like low around near, closer to 10. When you guys, I was had a little him. lower on than I should, but I never, I never got the chance to draft him because I had the second pick and one. Like, honestly, second, uh, that would have been the perfect pick to pick Austin Eckler. Um, looking back at it, but that would have been a little crazy, right? You know, picking him over Dalvin Cook and whatnot. And then my other two leagues, I had nine and ten, and he didn't fall to me in either yeah. one. Yeah, no, I'm at seven. I have in, I have Eckler in no leagues because I was like either one or two, and it's and my boy, it's you know I love you, but you know had to go McCaffrey and Kamara. And and the other league, like you said, yeah, I was like nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and usually fell like right before me, like right there. Yeah. I was ready to go, ready, you know, button on Eckler, and someone else swiped them. I was the so problem annoyed. is we play fantasy football together, yeah. and 
And we also play with friends who listen to the podcast. Which, yeah, which stop, you know, only stop listening when we say Eckler and then start listening again like five minutes later. I think Eckler's draft stock is like up um, 380Ps for <laughs> friends of the podcast than normal people. For sure. Because he was going, he was going in the, the pick six range. It's so and I was funny. like, Jesus Christ, we gotta maybe next year we just sabotage it no. and say like he's just not looking good this year. Can't. I don't know. So I'll we nev- could hopefully I'll, get him. I'll never do that to our boy. I'll never do it. Yeah. We, I'll never do it. Uh bad news though, we we did not win the the free jersey raffle again. You know, you're, what is you're doing your dad's in on it now too, because he has Eckler in our in uh in the, the league I run. And he's like, wait a minute, you he doing that? I'm like, Yeah, he's like, he just literally just started screenshotting it and, and tweeting it off us and Eckler as well. <laughs> Eckler, we're your number one fans. I, I don't think we have to. I don't think it's close. What else do we have to prove? It's okay. It's, it's a long game. Look, look. I, I, let it happen. It, it, it. Good things come to those who wait. I think we talked about this already. So yeah. let's not get into it again. You gotta let the juice get the sweetness in the berry or something. Uh, yeah, black of the berry, the sweeter the juice. There to- it is. Not, not a, not a black thing. That's not- it sounds. It sounds like a Jerry something Jerry Jones was sending an email. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear yeah. him saying that in that funny voice of his. That'd be pretty funny. Um, the all right. Thing, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> was that Michael Jackson or Jerry Jones? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that is that's probably tucked away in one of his emails. Um, oh my! God. All right, all right, next, next game. Yeah, next game. Uh, well, all right. So these are actually the the two best games of the week: uh, Chargers at Ravens. Uh, just two powerhouse fantasy squads uh, or fantasy teams that produce fantasy points <laughs> week in week out. Um, this might. I, I hope this is the shootout of the week. And I don't think I'm playing against Herbert or. Lamar in any league, so they can both get forty points. Um, you think this is gonna be shit of the week? I hope so. I think it's gonna be. Um, I think it's gonna be Kansas City, Washington. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But does uh, I mean going back to the Chargers? Does their secondary actually slow down Hollywood Brown, or is it just a? You rhymed it, man. That was you should you should have went with it. Slow uh, down the Hollywood Brown. Bad. I mean, yeah, premier matchup right now. One of the hottest receivers in the league against one of the hottest secondary fantasy secondaries against wide receiver ones. There you go. There it is. Um, I think they do. I think they. I think they slow them down. I think the Chargers. I'm like throw. I'm throwing out that Chargers versus Browns game. That's wacky. Browns don't score forty points like ever. Like that's not their. That's not their their game. They're usually gonna win like lower scoring games. So I think the Chargers defense comes back. They're gonna play the Ravens tight. Um, I think the Chargers are gonna shut down Hollywood Brown. You'll see more of, uh, I think, like a you know, okay game from Mark Andrews. But I, I think, I think the Chargers are gonna they're gonna do a pretty good job of taking care of Lamar Jackson this week. I think it's gonna be a good defensive effort. And I think Hollywood Brown's going to have a crappy game. Going the under on his yardage. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, whatever, what was the under? Like, what, like 60, 70? Player props. I'll get to it. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk, and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. All right. And sometime I, in this conversation. See, and, the thing is, though, 
the Chargers gave up a shit ton of rush yards to the Browns. They did. But the and Browns also the have multiple. great running backs. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. They, the Ravens have Lamar <laughs> 59, Jackson. 59 and a half. That's kind of low. That is kind of low, actually. See, that's how they get you. They do get you. It's always low. I never take the under. <laughs> I always take the over. They had a they had a Kenneth Gainwell eleven yards rushing, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I gotta take the over. I don't think he's got to rush all game. They know. They just know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, but the, the, the Ravens, besides Lamar Jackson, again, I know they've had a hundred plus rushing yards in like nine thousand games, but I think besides Lamar Jackson, I think the Chargers could do a good job of. You know, stifling Latavius Murray, Devonta Freeman, and uh, whoever else is on that team. I didn't even know Devonta Freeman was still in the league. Yeah, he's, you know, he moves about here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Does his thing. The uh, Philly fans are sarcastically cheering because uh, Miles Sanders got his second rush of the game. Yeah. Gotta love the Philly fans. Wait, the next. Um, I'm ahead of you guys, but the next play is going to be a huge surprise. Um, <laughs> oh no. Uh-oh, it's the uh the option. It's the it's the greedy boy option, isn't it? Ah, uh, Mr. Greedy Boy option. <laughs> if Mr. Greedy Boy runs in for a touchdown, this is the worst Thursday night game. Oh, oh my god. No. That's hilarious. Um but uh, I, I want to talk about the Chargers. So I don't even want to talk about the, the Ravens whatever running backs. Mike Williams is like a revelation. On is this, this team, this is the most surprising performance of the year for for me. Mike Williams, sure. yeah, I mean, not even close. It's been talked this about is a for what year, right? Yeah. How many years was it? Like, this is when Mike Williams is going to break out. No, no, this this season he has all the tools. This when's Mike Williams going to break out? And then finally, it comes in. What is it? You said sixth season? Is it sixth season? Yeah, oh no, fifth, no, no, it's fifth season. Finally, like. Breaking out. Like, I know he had a thousand yard season in 2019. Two touchdowns. Right? Like, you, you saw flashes, and then I just, this is it. Like, six touchdowns, almost to 500 yards already. Like, the dude is looking good. Herbert likes him. He's catching the ball, getting open. It's a deep threat, everything. I mean, come on. Love it. And then the rest this of the is, team. This is Devonta Parker that one year, just on major steroids. Yeah. Yeah, like human growth hormone, Devontae Parker. Yeah, this is insane. Good for him. I'm sure we're all happy for him. Um, he did have 1,000-yard year in his career. 49 receptions. Two... 49, 49 on 49 receptions, which is ridiculous. Yeah, 49 receptions and two TDs. He led the league in yards per reception, obviously. If you're going to have 1,000 yards and 49 receptions, <laughs> God damn it. I knew. I was, I was waiting losing. for you. I was waiting for you to see the, 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 the Jalen Hurts touchdown. <laughs> I have four. I have 4.8 points. Oh, that's so funny. I, uh, with my wide receiver one and three you know, I, uh, against 46. So I, it's another game where I think I've lost on Thursday, and then maybe I'll come back. I have been doing it every week. I just have to sit my players on Thursdays. What what I really have to do. You know what's funny is I I thought you know we were always podcasting on Mondays, watching Monday night games, which was the end of everything, and there was usually not too much at stake for the most part. But I enjoy more so the Thursday where we're just getting into the week, and there's always some mm-hmm. sort of like 
ah, fuck, already? Like, ah, shit, you know, it's like, it just, I don't know, it just seems a little more exciting. Then, uh, oh, and then Greedy Boy just winds up and pegs a poor stadium worker with the ball. And then hates Mike, blue collar. He hates the blue collar worker. Unbelievable. <laughs> I I hate this Eagles team. Anyway, yeah. Now you're just watching me go nuts. Instead of watching me be happy because I'm pulling out a win on Monday, I'm just getting so angry. I'm cursed on Thursdays. I've never had a good Thursday night before. All right. So do we think? Uh... Mike Williams is going to, you know, is the new, I guess, Keenan Allen, like, for that team? Like, the... the... I mean, Keenan Allen's still doing decent, right? He's still... Only one uh... only one touchdown. Hasn't paired it with a 100-yard game. Had his first... Had 100-yard games in the first two weeks, and then 50, 36, and 75. So, he ain't pulling out He's Mike Williams numbers. consistent as he... He used to be, like supremely consistent like 120 yards like easy every week well that's because you know he had a love affair with um with with rivers we knew that like him and rivers loved each other so like mike williams like now with herbert i mean it's 82 91 120 122 bad game with the raven uh with the raiders but then he get hurt for a little bit of that game and then 165 so like and touchdowns and touchdowns coming all over the place yeah six touchdowns already it's that's, insane no, I, th- I, I fuck man. Everyone on that I team. Think it's a changing of the guard with the uh, with Herbert now. You could you could own Herbert Williams and Eckler, and just be crushing people. Yeah, yeah. You you would be. I don't think you would lose a game if you had those three. Imagine the 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 beatdowns you'd be putting on people at this point with Eckler Williams and Herbert, which are completely possible to own. And the same, you could probably even have Keenan Allen. And and own all of those players and have beatdowns every week. It's insane. Hey, if you want a Jared Cook, he's had some good games. He's had a couple good games. Even he got some Parham in there. Parham. We got it from him. I love you, Parham. I love Parham. I am. Ex- I am happy to. Uh, I am happy uh, that that's. Uh, actually, don't even fucking matter because I'm working. But I'm gonna say I'm happy to see the uh, Chargers play a one o'clock game. I enjoyed like getting it in there with the one o'clock but yeah the, i love how chargers are just the team we root for because why not it's like whatever it's on the west coast is far enough away i don't know they, they, there's so much stuff we've had we've had a lot of we've had a lot of memories our, with the chargers our yeah. teams don't play them that much you know uh, they hate I, it. I, I tend to like the bills too i've met bills fans that are just generally nice people i Buffalo's i like very underrated place yeah, I like what they're all about. Um, love the table stuff. Love the dildo stuff. Uh, <laughs> love it all. Love it all. So, right. yeah. Last game. Cardinals at Browns. I knew you were going to do that one. Yeah, baby. Because honestly, all these games are 2-3 and three versus 1-4, and 1-4 and four versus 0-5. Like, who gives a shit? Like, the, the <laughs> NFL schedules took this week off. They're like... We do, John. We do because we will sit there and watch Red Zone for from one to seven thirty. Yeah, I don't care. No matter what games they're playing, like I said, it could be Jacksonville uh, starters versus Jacksonville um, backups, and we'd be like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's watch this game right now." That would be a close game. Yeah, we all wake up to watch the Dolphins and Jaguars. And oh my gosh, yeah, when Roger Goodell 
sees the ratings, he's like, I got these idiots in the palm of my hand right here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Dolphins and Jaguars have been every Thursday night game before this game. I, I did, it's like the fourth time they've played. <laughs> Somehow the Miami Dolphins have played the Jaguars four times this season, always yeah, on primetime. They, <laughs> they could just keep doing it. I don't think people would even notice. Like, football, football, <laughs> football. Did you see the football? I love the football. Also, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but what is Bruce Arians, uh, like Darth Vader chess chess box for? He hides like snacks. Oh, that's a snack box. There's got to be snacks in there, right? There's got to be like candy, that, like little candy crunchies or something in there. That's a great question, John. Underrated question. Yeah, I've always wanted to know. Snacky, little snackies. Yeah, like that's, that's too much stuff for just radios, right? I would love to think that there's gummy worms in there. <laughs> <laughs> sour gummy worms or regular gummy worms? Seen, oh, sour. <laughs> he seems like a sour kind of guy. Yeah. it's If you're going to ask me, am I going with the sour candy or the regular, I'm going to choose sour every time. Yeah, you got to go sour for sure. Didn't, didn't Bruce Arians always used to wear like the uh, the Kengal type hats? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what happened to that? I think he, he moved to Tampa. He went to from one retirement on the west side to on the west side of the country to the to the yeah. east or east coast. So east coast east place. coast retirees don't wear Kangol. They don't wear Kangol. No. with the mid chest fanny pack, obviously. <laughs> or, uh, just give me a Crocs coach. I just want a Crocs coach. There's got to be a coach daring enough to wear Crocs. Oh, so it's, I mentioned that to Allison too, saying that, you know we talked about that. And it's got to be an overweight guy, right? Like, we feel like it's got to be yeah. an overweight. And 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 uh, Allison was like. Doesn't Andy Reid probably already wear Crocs? Like thinking sure. like, that was where her head was at was Andy Reid. So Andy Reid definitely wears Crocs. Um, you know, Andy Reid. Bless him. I'm glad he's all good. Had a, a hospital stay recently. Let's hope that he was inspired by the hospital workers <laughs> and came back with a pair of Crocs. Have Have you been to a hospital lately? It's all, It's all of them. They're all doing it. Screw tennis shoes. We are. We are in Croc City when you go to any type of medical facility. <laughs> I mean, you're in Croc City no matter where you go regardless. It's just everyone's doing it. Yeah, Midwest, Croc City, South Croc City. There's still people in uh, the Northeast that think they're better than you and don't wear Crocs out. Uh, not me. <laughs> I'm glad young people are really adopting Crocs. It's like a, it's like a really big teenage fad right oh, now. Oh, it's so massive. That's, that's kind of fun. And you get to like customize them with your little with your little oh, things yeah. so you can be old. i had when i went for my procedure the other week one of the nurses had high heel crafts which what yeah i'm not so that sure. i think i've seen a picture of those if they're the same exact thing i thought that was a joke that's that's really stupid <laughs> yeah i'm not too sure about I'm, i wasn't i see I, i'm technology has taken us too far <laughs> Yeah, we've crossed the line. We have crossed the line that we did not need to be crossing. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. But let's get back to the charge. I mean, the, the Cardinals and Browns. Browns. Uh, there's a good possibility Chandler Jones is not playing this game due to COVID. Um, that's gonna be a big blow to the Cardinals' uh, defense. Um, I still think the Cardinals are gonna. I mean, this. I mean, you got, obviously you're playing all your running. You know, you're playing both. Uh, running backs, you can play both of them. Chubb and and Hunt do their thing. They'll both have good games. Um, that's I mean I don't you don't trust anyone else. You don't trust 
anyone on the passing on Cleveland, right? Uh, Nobody. I mean, Njoku had a sick game last week, but that's not that's that's an uh, aberration. That's not that's not happening all the time. Your okay. boy Rashad Higgins had a decent game. He had the touchdown. I said he would. Um, and uh, but on the Cardinals too, like even DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he had a nice touchdown at the end of the game. Gorgeous catch. Um, but if he didn't get Finally. if he didn't get that man, that that game goes you know again mediocre for Hopkins. Um, yeah, he hasn't been great. I will say though, I think I think I'm right. Um, I think I mentioned this like a week or two. I think maybe two weeks ago. Uh, Connor is the short yardage guy now. They're not Murray is not getting those short one two yard runs anymore. Like they got Connor and they're like that's what we're using him for, and mm-hmm. it's really hurting Murray's value. As a you know, a guy who can get six to eight rushing touchdowns a year. Now a lot of them are going to Connor and Yeah. And Edmonds is still performing well though. He is like we said last week, exactly what you wanted Miles Sanders to be. If you're gonna be the twenty to twenty guy, at least get a lot of catches and runs in that twenty to twenty. And that's what he's doing. Yep. So he's still good for fifteen points a game. Yeah, Connor already has five touchdowns. Um all coming in the last three weeks. Uh, since they ramped his usage up. And, yeah, it's a very Legarrette blunt blunt type thing, except I don't think the offense is as explosive as that Patriot offense was. So I I expect him to finish uh, 12 to 13 touchdowns. Yeah, and the only thing that's going to stop Connor from getting on the field besides injury would be if the Cardinals are playing catch-up. You know, like if if they go down big early, because then it'll just be Edmonds, you know, on the field with the the, the hurry-up and the passing and that kind of play is like, and I don't think that's going to happen too often. So you're going to see a lot of Connor. And like I said, yeah, 12, 13 touchdowns at the end of the year. Very, very, very likely for James uh, James Connor. He's definitely an RB2 player right now. Even if he's only, even if he maxes out at like 12 points a game, he's still, he's just very consistent. And there's, there's so much up and down at the position. There's way too, there's so many peaks and valleys. It's insane. It's insane. But, and anyone else in that Cardinals uh, receiving game is very difficult to trust. It goes back and forth. You never know who it's going to be. Is it going to be Moore? Is it going to be Cook? Uh, Kirk? Is it going to be um, uh, Green? Max Williams might be out uh, extended. I saw maybe an IR could have been. I, I didn't remember what I saw. But Hopkins and is the only receiver week to week that could be trusted. You just never know. That's just the way I feel. I don't know. Maybe you guys feel a little different. No. I mean, even I mean, Rondell Moore has fallen off a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's not getting AJ as many yards. have his game every now and then. You just never know, like when to pick who's gonna who's it gonna be, you know? No, I agree. Can't really play any of them. But I'm still going Cardinals, baby. Only undefeated team in the NFL right now. You're just gonna keep keep plugging them, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, man. Come on, I've been on that bandwagon. All right. Uh, let's get uh, anything else about any, any of those uh, games. No, I'm good. I want to move All on right. to what we got. What we got going up next? Right, let's get our since it's 17 weeks or an 18 week season, and regular season for most leagues is 15 weeks. We just passed a third of the way uh, of the of the regular season, which is a scary thing about it went by really fast. Uh, it always does. Uh, so let's get the third of the way real. MVP and third of the way fantasy MVP. So, uh, 
We can't pick the same guy. Let's just start with that. All right. Yeah, Yeah, because that's stupid if we do that. So I have like eight for each, though. Jeez, I have whatever I could. I have. I mean, I have one right now for uh. All right. For fantasy. I don't want to start. All right, Anthony, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, one for fantasy. I'll do fantasy first. Um, Cordero Patterson. Yep. I mean, come on. Dude undrafted most leagues, right? Unless it was like 16 teams or really, really deep. Every week coming out, just usurping anything Mike Davis would have done. Uh, or what we expected Mike Davis to do. I mean, catching, passing. He's, he's still returning kickoffs. Like, this guy's doing everything. It's, it's uh, Matt Ryan... Loves them. If this is Matt Ryan's last year, he's going out with a with a big bouquet of roses for Cordero Patterson, man. Like he and like a nice little Valentine's Day card because he's in <laughs> he is in love with Cordero Patterson. Also, the most valuable part of the most valuable player for him is running back and wide receiver. Designation. And every time yeah. I look at my bench, I'm like, oh shit, I only have one running back, and then I think, oh wait, no, I don't. Miss, I have Mr. Cordero as a wide receiver right now. Hell just yeah, slot him into running back. It only took him till the age of like thirty-one to uh, really just break yeah, out. Yeah, like he's eighteen, like crazy. So definitely undrafted, doing work has to be a fantasy MVP. Yep. Um, all right, I'll go. One guy that we mentioned earlier, so I won't say him, but it's just Mike Williams. He was on my list. Is you could say. Him. Well, I'm not going to say him. Uh, okay. Uh, I will go with of your big list. I'm gonna go uh, Kareem Hunt. I knew you were gonna uh, say that. I don't know well, why. Well, he's he's on one of my teams. I like he was drafted oof, maybe like te- eighth round, ninth round, and I have him, uh, Eckler, and Jones on my team, and he's been a very solid running back one. Even though I drafted him as my running back three. Uh, just producing it like solid every week. I think I don't think he scored less than fifteen points just off the top of my head. Maybe he has, but every week just super consistent. He had like twenty five last week. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like he's like easy 15, 20 points every weekend. It's just a joy to have him on my team. Yeah, he's got like four hundred and fifty total yards and five touchdowns. So yeah, pretty solid for a guy who is getting drafted really late. You know, in mid and like and like I said, I was like. I think he like, like I wasn't like super sure about it, but I was you know what? Might as well take a mid round shot on him. On he, him, he he has more more points than Chubb right now, or if not, like right there. But I think he has. If if it's PPR, he definitely has beaten him out. All right, Brian, who's your uh, right. fantasy MVP? So I think the correct. I'm not. This isn't going to be my answer. I think the correct answer is probably Derrick Henry. Um, He's the only guy in the top 10 of points who's not a quarterback. I mean, he leads the league in rushing by over 100 yards and has seven touchdowns. So he's probably the correct answer. But my answer is going to be Debo Samuel Yep. because end of the draft guy, just like Mike Williams, just like Corderell Patterson, if you even you know drafted Corderell Patterson, um, second in the league in receiving yards just behind Devonte Adams, but you know has one more receiving touchdown um, than him. So just right there with Mike Williams and Patterson, but where there these wide receiver ones, running back ones, where you're like, 
okay, this has to end sometime soon. Maybe they'll fall back down to a two or three or flex, but I just don't know if it is. And I think these are just guys that are going to be, and you might even have a Justin Jefferson with them or a DJ Moore with us. So you have two wide receiver ones. So it's, yeah, it's it's the draft position that makes these guys so valuable. It's always nice to see, like, something like that, like, hit where you're like, you have a, a solid number one who's actually performing like a number one, and then you get that like diamond in the rough, Mike Williams or Debo, and just like perform at a number one level, and you're like, fuck, man, this is like, few things better, get that uh, get those two number ones. And also for Debo, a lot – I mean, I'm sure we were saying like, oh, like we think Brendan Ayuk might take a step forward. He did really – he did uh, – he did a – he had a lot of uh, targets and yards in the second half of the season last year. And Debo was like, nah, I'm, I'm still the guy. I'll I'll toot my own horn and say pre-draft I was um, – You were definitely way higher. Steering people, Debo over Ayuk, even with – the same draft. I didn't like where Egg was going. Didn't want him in any league. Um, way too high. The whole team was injured last year. He was the only guy they could target. And uh, Debo had a much better freshman year, rookie year, when he was healthy. But anyway, what about real MVP? Before we get to real MVP, I just want to say, Derrick Henry, 14 receptions so far, five away from his mm-hmm. max like that he's had, like his highest, yep. career high. So like... Crazy. If Tennessee had a winning record, they probably he'd probably be real MVP leader. Yes, but you cannot, you will not get a real MVP on a team that's pooping in bed real hard, real real hard. I mean, unless yeah. you if you if you ran for like twenty five hundred yards, maybe, um, but it's gonna be real tough. Real Rick, MVP. Can I give a couple? Oh, couple, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP for sure. Uh, sure. Cooper Cup. Uh, sure. He, he his first not great game this past week, but still sought like 75 yards or whatever. Um, but pre- been producing pretty much week in week out with a probably pre-ranked, I don't know, like raw receiver, like 22, 24 or something like that was raw receiver one for a while. And then Antonio Brown too. Yeah. Another guy way down on the list and just Tom Brady's best friend and roommate mm-hmm. scored no touchdown today. And Tom Brady's been awesome for fantasy, too. He's throwing a shit ton of yards every game. Yeah. Shit ton. All right, you. who, uh, wants, who wants to go first with the real MVP? All right. I mean, there's a, a couple. It's tough, real man. There's so, there's so many. Just, like, real obvious ones. Uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just pick our favorite. Probably Herbert, right? Has the Chargers 4-1. Um, just... Throwing for a shit ton of yards, not that many turnovers, and is quickly, quickly becoming just like the guy that you don't want to be down too late because you know he's going to score and somehow win the game. So I'm going to go Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. All right. Um, Brian, you want to go? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to say the new guys like Herbert, uh, Josh Allen has been great, um, Murray, all these new guys have been awesome. The real MVP right now is the old guy, Tom Brady. He, he leads all quarterbacks in yards, uh, you know, 200 more than Herbert. Uh, he leads all 
quarterbacks and touchdowns, 15 right now. I don't think these are up-to-date stats on tonight because if they are, then it's a little unfair. Um, I don't think they would. I would be looking at a list that is updating it right away. No, I don't think so because the, I, think he, I think he threw a pick, and I don't think that pick is showing. All right. So he has 15 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,700 yards, um, even less interceptions than a lot of these other starters. And, you know, the team is a one-loss team. So I got to give it to him. Uh, season ends today. He's probably the MVP. And he's getting the least amount of buzz. Which is crazy. <laughs> Which is crazy to think. how I just... I got a, I got a dark horse that's at least going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Ooh. All right. Oh. And that's Diggs on the Cowboys. Oh, to have God. six interceptions in the first five games is a ridiculous stat. And he's not just ball hawking. Like he's he's shutting down the other wide receiver one while intercepting all the time. This is one of the better uh one of the better cornerback years we've seen in a while. Yeah, I mean teams eventually are gonna just have to stop throwing towards him, right? <laughs> you would think Yeah, that was that was a headline this week where Dak said he'd stop throwing against him in practice. He was like, I'm just not doing it anymore. That's, that's man. Rare do you see a cornerback like like this. Like uh, Few and far between do you see like the, this good of a cornerback play like now in the NFL. It's crazy. Yeah, he's having a very Revis type year. Yep. I yeah. mean, who's Revis, probably. I mean, Revis had some interceptions, but never. T- I mean, no one's had it to this level. Like he has, he has more interceptions than like ninety five percent of the league. All right, how about a very Champ Bailey type year? Champ Bailey was Ooh. always a top five cover corner who excelled in interceptions. Yeah, yeah I like go. that. Um, before I go to my real MVP, uh, another honorable mention for fantasy is Cooper Cup. Right? I already said Cooper Cup. Oh, you did. Yeah, said it, jerk. Oh man, I must have been looking for someone. Really, you must have glossed man, over we, it. We know who your real MVP is anyway. So yeah. just say it. Oh no, you, oh, I was gonna say Kyler Murray. Yeah. No, I'm actually not going to say Kyler Murray because I think you guys expected me to say that. Traitor. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go to Austin Eckler. No. Um, I'm going to go Matt <laughs> Stafford, man. I mean, you come into the Rams and I mean, the guy is just looking amazing with a team that finally fits him. And the Rams are looking good. Twelve touchdowns to three interceptions. He's got 1,587 yards, 68% completion percentage. I mean, he looks happy. Like, you see that he's actually a guy. I'm just much, much happier guy. And, and that's a big thing with MVP. You got to look happy. I mean, you got to look happy. I mean, he always looks sad in Detroit. Like, I mean, early on in his career, he didn't look that sad because, like, he was just like, you know, oh, I'm young. I'm trying to do my thing. I'm, you know, make my, make my way in the NFL. But, uh, you know, you saw, like, the mid, like, the 2016, 2017, 2018. It's like... He just looked beaten down because they were just not helping him. And th- this is th- – he finally has a team that, uh, you know, took him took him long enough to shed the Lions. But, uh, yeah, Matt, Matt Stafford, why not? Um, how cool would it be if both L.A. teams made it to the L.A. Super Bowl? I mean, that would we be had the We had the Tampa make it to their first – you know, be the first ever team to make it to their – their home Super Bowl. Well, if we got two teams to make it to their home Super Bowl, it would, yeah, it would be dope as fuck. It would be, be awesome. it would be a Rams home game because there are no Chargers fans. 
I know. Hey, we maybe we would just go in our free Austin Eckler. Yeah, how awesome would that be? Like, like we don't get the Austin Eckler jersey, but he makes the makes the Super Bowl. And it's like you know what, guys, come to the Super Bowl instead. Like, I would take that oh, fucking yeah. for sure. Yeah, and we'll all buy your jersey and we'll wear it, and I'll make enough but, uh, noise. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of good candidates this year between Brady, Stafford, Herbert, Lamar Jackson's in there. I mean, just what he's been able to do in the fourth quarter of every game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's actually thrown yeah. for yardage this year, Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray, I mean, Mahomes is never far off. Allen, Dak. It's tough. There's a lot of names. A lot of fucking names. Yeah. And usually mostly and then, quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah. Then if if the Titans wind up with the with a winning record, then you know. There goes Derrick Henry. What he's doing is insane. It doesn't make sense. This is you're supposed to slow down after getting two hundred fifty carries every year. <laughs> like you're not supposed to keep doing this. Um, the guy has 640 rushing yards in the first five weeks. He's gonna, he might get 2,000 again. He's oh, he's going to in, in a 17 game season. He's going to get 2,000. That's mm. that's not. You're right. Not yeah, a question. No, there's, yeah, there's no doubt. Then yeah, the, I forgot. I keep forgetting the, the 17 game season. The real question yeah, is, does he break? Does he break the record in 16 or 17 games? That's the question. He's definitely got to be going for it. Like, that has to be on his mind, that he has an extra game to do it. Oh, it's got to be. In the back of his mind. Especially if that team starts shitting the bed real hard, and he's like, what are we playing for? Me just to fucking get the record because we're not going anywhere? He'll probably just fucking... They'll, they'll I just mean, hand the ball a thousand there'll times. There'll be something to play for in that. In that, that that's true, yeah. They, they, they probably will win that division. <laughs> so he was... 78... Yards away last year, and gets another game to do it. Yeah, he's gonna get it, and they they're feeding him even more. So, so it's nuts. All right, let's. Uh, we got anything else for the MVP? Or we want to get on to our uh... our favorite and most telegraph. It's segment. never it's never telegraph, John. That's just, very telegraph. just go with it. It's the boys of the week. There you go. All right, I could have used a little bit more volume to get me pumped up for the boys segment, especially since for the first time ever in this season, Anthony did not only not finish last, he actually won. Oh, yeah, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Look, Blind Squirrel finds a nut occasionally. So who was my, uh, besides uh, Herbert, I had, uh, and um, Higgins, who was my third? Uh, Michael Carter. Oh, okay. He had a good week. Okay, look at that. I fucking, you were, uh... wait, who were my guys? Didn't I have Kadarius Tony? No, I had Kadarius Tony. And I still really? won. And I still you won. You had Josh Reynolds, Dalton Schultz, and Devonta Parker. Ah, oh, Schultz had a good game. Yeah. But I think the the Carter one, I, I don't think you, you uh gave me enough credit for that one, man. You were uh you were hating on me for Carter. I took your boy. Took your boy overseas. Took yeah. your boy overseas. Show him a good, him a good we'll time in, in merry old England. A, is that a Darnold? I mean, is that is that a Gruden email? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not enough. Uh, not enough homophobic stuff in there. Um, maybe, maybe there is. All right, I am going to go my first boy. Um, I originally said don't. You can't really trust any of these guys, but why not? Um, why not trust him in the boy segment? Because this is what we do here. And that's how I play. I play this fast and loose. So I'm going to go with uh, Christian Kirk of the Arizona Cardinals. 
my Arizona Cardinals. Um, first of the Browns, who just allowed 40 bajillion points to Justin Herbert. Not saying they're going to do that again, but I think this is Kirk's week, and he's going to get himself seven receptions for about 90 yards and a touchdown. Oof, that's a big week. Big for week for Kirk. That's what happens. That's how the Cardinals that's do a big it. Big week for a small boy. He's going to be a big boy soon. All right. Uh, I'll go second. My first boy is JD Just Dumpers McKissick against the Car- uh, against the Chiefs. Um, I feel like this is going to be a JD McKissick week. Um, he's not going to get many rush yards. He'll maybe get 15 rush yards, but he'll get about six dumpers for 50 yards and a touchdown. Speak- I speak it into existence. John. And, and speaking of uh, you know being a week, we did not talk about how it was a pure Bob Woods week last week, like. It was amazing. It was good. Oh, to see. Yeah. It was. It was good. It was, to, it was good to about, see. About time that Matt Stafford stopped only looking at Cooper Cup and his beautiful blue eyes and stopped started looking towards Bob Woods, who, although nice, one of our boys, I do not like him wearing number two. I don't either. But he will always be a boy, regardless of what number he wears. So yeah, he he could he could number two wherever he wants. He'll always be a boy. <laughs> All right, I am going to join you in that game. Oh, no. um, and I'm going to go Ricky, SEAL Team 6. Ricky oh, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's break out the SEAL Team 6 against Kansas City, future defense. Uh, yeah, let's stack Washington players, which is crazy to say because that's how bad this defense is. Ricky Seals Jones uh, all alone there with um, – Thomas out five for 41 against the Saints last game. Gets a much easier defense. He finds pay dirt. He gets six catches. He gets 60 yards. All right. Oh, man. This is going to be a this is going to be a throwback boy. Thing is, uh, so we're, we're going we're going across the pond. We're taking this boy across the pond. Um, <laughs> All right. Gruden. So two. So two is coming back this week, right? Yeah. Looks like we have a lot of injured wide receivers on this team. Oh, someone's saying Albert Wilson. We're going Albert Wilson, <laughs> baby, across the pond. Why the fuck not? Right? Remember going when up Albert against. Wilson was my boy. <laughs> he was your five, boy. Five weeks in a row. Oh, every, man. It was look, every week. I remember. It never panned out. Look, it never panned out. But look, they're playing against Jacksonville. Why not? Like, just a random boy. He's going he's gonna to catch. He's going to catch two, no, three passes for. 50 yards and a touchdown. That's going to be the Albert Wilson day. Okay. Fucking Albert that's, Wilson, that's, that's what About what you can expect from him. Um, my second that is way more than be, you can expect from him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to go uh, same game as my first boy. Opposite team. I'm going Miko Hardman. Only 4,200 against Washington. Uh, finally broke through last week. He, I think he had a pretty good game the week before, too. But... This Washington defense is not what we thought it was at the beginning of the season. And Miko Harmon is starting to get a little bit more involved. So he's going to have two carries for 30 yards, uh, five catches for 67 yards, and a touchdown. There we go. I'm going to uh, follow Anthony across the pond. And I already <laughs> brought his name up, so I might as well stay consistent. I'm going Darnold. Uh, that's Dan Arnold, not Sam Darnold. Uh, led the team 
in targets last week. So he comes back, and instead of just going 60 for 64, like he did last week, he punches this one in the end zone against the lowly Miami Dolphins. All right, all right. I um, this is this might be the worst pick, even worse than Albert uh, Wilson. Um, I think I'm, I think uh, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm, next. I think I'm trying to uh, just take my this victory and just burn it to the ground. Um, I am going to the the this team is a banged up running back who might play, probably will play, but who knows how much. I'm going with the the rookie, Ramondre. Stevenson, running back for the New England Patriots. For some reason, the well, the offensive coordinator said had some good words to say about him, saying he we're gonna we're gonna get him go we're gonna get him going. He's gonna start. He's gonna you know he's gonna make an impact. So I have a feeling with Harris being banged up, Brandon Bolden is whatever. They're gonna go with the rookie, and he's gonna find himself paid dirt with a touchdown this week. I like it. All right. It's about time for him to get out of the doghouse after his one carry fumble in week one. Hell yeah. Um, all right. My third and final boy will be. Do I go back to the guy I went to last week? No. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown of the Lions. 4,200 against Cincinnati. Um uh, He's had team high targets the past two weeks. Um, I feel like for whatever reason, I feel like the Lions win this game outright against the against the Bengals. I'm feeling I'm feeling a big upset here. This would be a Bengals game to lose for sure. And I feel like Amon Ross St. Brown has a big part to play in it. So he's gonna have eight catches for ninety yards and a touchdown. I, I feel like you're trying to like summon a mummy in Egypt. When you say his I'm name, Ross St. Brown. I'm Ross St. Brown. I'm Ross St. Brown. Right? Come yeah. on. Hell yeah. Can need, we get, let's get some of that voodoo magic up there. Can yeah. we get Brendan Fraser to say that name a few oh, times? Yes, please. Whatever happened to Brendan yes. Fraser? He's, He's on, in uh, that Doom Patrol show, right? Yeah. It's pretty good, actually. It's funny. Okay. It's weird. I, that was I, never, I, I couldn't get into it. Pete, our friend Pete, really likes it. Um, oh. I'm going to stick. It's the year of the tight end. We're, we've all been saying it. Uh, I've already picked two tight ends. I'm going to stick with it. And, you know, Anthony's getting a little wild and crazy. I'm going to get a little wild and crazy. Do it. These are prepubescent boys. Oh, oh, man. He's going. Right. <laughs> really, really going deep into the emails right now. <laughs> I'm going rookie Pat Fryer Muth uh, on, on the Steelers. Uh, you know, Juju Smith Schuster is out. Uh, Deontay Johnson has have his one long catch in the beginning of the game, and God damn! I'm man. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, I saw. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, I hate Thursday night. And neither of my two guys have over five points. Um, yeah, Juju's <laughs> out. I'm going tight end. Pat Fryermuth does not have more than 22 yards or three catches on the year. He breaks that. Four catches, 23 yards. <laughs> oh, what a breakout. Gets that extra reception. The touchdown, though. The touchdown is what is, what is key. I like it. I, li- I like the uh, I like the, the, the baby boy pick. I like it. It's, good. it's a good call. All right. We have anything else before we, uh, we sign off this week? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, with that, you could find... Follow, wait, follow your teaser picks, obviously. 
Oh, well, of course. I'm going to post them again. Uh, well, it sucks because uh, the, the one already played on Thursday night. Um, as long as the, you know, the um, Buccaneers can hold these uh, these fighting eagles. So we'll see. The fighting eagles. Um, but with that, you can find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. Um, we are available wherever podcasts are available, including Apple, um, where you can rate, subscribe, download our podcast. And just like every time, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.